0: Hello everyone, today we're going to talk about superhero movies, especially the recent, fairly recent successes of Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman, and how we believe it might have affected the rise of Skywalker. We're the Lords of the Sith, my name is Denise and I'm here with Mary. Hello everyone. Yeah, so it's... Um, I think, I think it's something that uh, a lot of people talk about Endgame and very similar moments, and we're going to talk about that as well, but I also think that these movies with main female characters had some influence, especially if you consider that Bob Eager was working helping to uh with the rise of skywalker they had some influence yes uh uh i do
1: agree um i am most uh, especially in regards to uh you know like female characters and, and uh, their romances definitely especially when you like compare um you know the marvel characters like captain Marvel who uh doesn't really have a love interest in her movie but and then of course uh, which which we will get to later, but I am very much looking forward to talking about Black Widow and her mm. betrayal in Endgame, in Endgame especially, later on, and
0: in comp- and compare it to Ray because wow, oh, Mary yes. is not happy. Yes. One thing that's interesting about Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman specifically is that they're origin stories. And when you have an origin story, it means that the character is not formed, is not really the character until the end of the movie. And I really do believe that they got a little bit of that idea with Rey in the sense that she only gets her quote-unquote identity, right? Her yellow lightsaber, her Ray Skywalker. <laughs> Hey, I hate it, but you know, if you think about it, she gets <laughs> it at the end as if she were going to, to continue. And even people who like that ending, I've never seen somebody know her ending was was great. People who like it say, "Oh no, she's not gonna stay there. She's gonna go and do adventures," you know. So it's almost kind of like a new beginning, right? What do you think? It it, it comes,
1: it really comes full circle. Uh, um, I think you mentioned this to me, um, like when when we were talking off air, that the the, the imagery. Behind that scene in in a uh, Rise of Skywalker, and when Ray is at her end, she's found her identity, and they try and pass it off as uh, you know, like one of the things she's you know she's always want she's always wanted, but no, it's the end of her story. She she's there looking at a sunset, a sunset which symbolises the end. You know, she's there on her own. Um, you know, basi- basically, she's there where she where she uh, started. You know the, the, she she hasn't really you know what has she accomplished? You know she she wanted a, a family. She wanted uh, to get off uh, J- Jakku, but you know well she has, but she's gone to a, a desert planet which basically looks the same. You know uh, this. You know it just feels like her story. You know just hadn't accomplished anything, unlike Wonder Woman and uh, Captain Marvel.
0: Exactly they they go from zero to one let 's say right, but I do think that they got this influence in a way in the sense that they think uh, she 's forming I, I disagree she forms her a new identity. I just think they took these beats of uh, the, the character finishing like for a new start. And applied to her. But I agree with you that it was not a new start, right? If she was with the resistance and if they had plans or whatever, but her alone there. But it's something that you have with the superhero, right? Superheroes are lonely. Uh, Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman and lonely and lots of superheroes are lonely because they're such unique people, you know? So I think they got a little bit from that. Which is sad, because if you think about Luke, Luke ended with his friends, right? Uh, he wasn't alone, starting a new journey. You know, you, you, you saw it as a, like a completing a circle. In the case of Ray she had three movies already. This was not a freaking origin story for Captain Ray Skywalker. So I think they really screwed up on that.
1: Captain Ray Skywalker...
0: Yes, I I think, I think they thought we're going to want to see more Rey Skywalker and her yellow lightsaber doing I don't know what. (laughs)
1: Uh -uh. Yeah. So I would also argue, I think it, it really, really vexes me. Because there seems to be like a bit of an issue, like it's always the female characters that the female superheroes, I guess that end up alone cat you know uh, Wonder Woman of course spoiler alert if you haven't seen seen Wonder Woman yet and if you haven't seen it please go and watch it because it's great but at the at the end um, wonder you know St- Steve uh, Steve Trevor the uh, the man who she falls in love with you know dies and let's just say he has a much better uh, sacri- sacrifice uh, moment than uh, our beloved Ben solo you know it's it's handled much more with care and also uh with captain with captain marvel she uh she's you know she she goes uh she leaves her friend friends behind mm-hmm. to uh i mean it is for a good reason it's basically to um you know go and help the uh aliens that she helped find i've forgotten what they're called but to, she wants to help them find yes. a new home and that's okay, you know. You know, you can understand that it's it's a worthy cause, and it 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 c- kind of hints that the story is going to continue from that. And of course, it does in Endgame. She comes back, but you also get the sense that there's going to be you know like a sequel set be- uh, between Captain Marvel and uh, Endgame. So we know her story's not over, but with Ray, it's over, and and she's she's completely alone. And then of course. Uh, Black Widow. Oh, what to say, Black Widow, you know, it's, it's, she, she ends up alone too. And it's, it's a big, big, you know, when you compare it, compare it to like the male heroes, like Iron Man, Iron Man again had a beautiful sa- uh, sacrifice moment, but he still had Pepper pots. Captain America goes back to the past and, uh, lives his, ha- lives his happy life with her. Oh God, what's it, what's her name? Is it Peggy Carter or Sharon? Yeah, I c I c I, I, I can't remember the names, but yeah, he gets his he gets his lady eventually and has a happy life with her. Really kind of annoyed with this that the woman seems to be getting the short end of, his, of the stick and has a tragic ending and ends up alone while the the man, you know, the male superhero gets his cake you know, basically gets his cake and eats it too.
0: Yeah. I, I see how I see how like the, that's like something that um, you could argue that in the case of Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel, they're still gonna have their stories and maybe they're gonna find something, right? Because they're in the beginning of their journeys. Um, I find that people who liked uh, Rey's endings feel that she's going to find her or whatever, or she's gonna be a Jedi. I, I find it funny when people say, "Oh no, she's a Jedi. She can't have relationships." Well, that was the problem in the prequels, you know. I don't think that. that that's meant to continue like that, but anyways, but I agree with you, and it's something that's a yeah, little that... it's more on the women right yeah so yeah it, it's it's
1: again it's again this notion that you know heroines can 't have love interests because it sends a bad message, and they also can 't be feminine either, you know, because again, they have to be masculine in order to be strong, right i'm really, really sick of these tropes but the good th- i will say the good thing about wonder woman is she is m- uh, the great thing is she's more feminine like she has that love her her costume is beautiful it's armor but it's it's almost like a, a an armor dress if you will whereas uh, captain america it's a it's a full you know like suit uh,
0: and uh, captain marvel and yeah but she's pretty yeah
1: but that yeah but then again she she is um qu- quite feminine in the first movie you know like she yes. has her long hair and then, but then, of course, in uh, Endgame, she cuts her hair really short, and I'm I'm just wondering if that had something to do with the with the writers, because of course um, Captain Marvel was was uh, co-written by a woman, and then of course Endgame were were written by men. So I'm wondering if there was like a clash between feminine and masculine ideals there. So you know, like it's interesting to see how uh, a woman ha- handles. Uh, how a, how a heroine looks in comparison to a man.
0: I'll just say that I don't mind. I don't mind seeing a woman that's quote unquote more masculine, you know, because some of us are like that. But at the same time,
1: yeah, I just feel like you know this trope is kind of like overused in fiction at the minute. That women can't be badass and strong unless they, uh, you know, uh, unless they show, you know, they show masculine tropes more and kind of like look down on feminine tropes. Yeah. I find it. Really,
0: really annoying. um yeah. I, I find it annoying. I, I again, I, I don't. I think, quote unquote, rascally women are fine. Some, of, you know, we can be like that too. But there is a whole range, right? But I'll just go back to Rise of Skywalker again and and notice that we had there were some many visual parallels that I find that they were directly inspired from superhero movies. We should have known in the first teaser when Ray's crouching like that. Have you ever seen a Jedi crouching yeah. like that? That's freaking like Wonder Woman! Where's her shield? I- I'm wondering where her shield is. And also she flips over the... Oh! In Wonder Woman there are lots of flips like that. I was uh, watching some scenes from the movie, which is... It actually looks great. If- yeah, she jumps in that village
1: and she smashes that... Is it the clock tower? Yeah, yeah. She, cl- she b- smashes the clock tower with her shield.
0: The Amazons do those flips and it looks beautiful and it makes sense for them because they're archers, right? So they're kind of flipping to get like better angles to shoot. Uh, So, but for for Ray, it was a little pointless. But you mean also in the village?
1: Yeah, um, there was like a fight where she flips the tank and... um... She sees there's a sniper in. I think I think in the clock tower if I remember correctly. And she does this kind of like massive, huge flip and smashes the shield into into the clock tower. And uh, that's kind of like you know like Ray doing that massive somersault and you know uh, destroying Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Uh, not lightsaber, um, Tie Fighter. <laughs> but my favorite <laughs> okay. one, my absolute favorite visual similarity, is <laughs> is Ray. When she, you know, in that stupid I am all the Jedi moment and she kind of, like, crosses her sabers to deflect um, what's it, what's it, Palpatine's lightning back at him, it's exactly like Wonder Woman, you know, crossing her arms. You know when she crosses um, her, her braces and that massive energy comes out of her? It's even, it's even the same type of shot. You know, like, um, you know, you can clearly see her sabers just like you can clearly see uh, Wonder Woman's Uh, crossing her braces. Yeah, come on, that shot is definitely inspired by uh, Wonder Woman.
0: And, and plus Wonder Woman also reflects the lightning and also her enemy also uh, takes lightning from the sky before and also I would say that uh, oh, superhero right. movies even Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel they're, yes, but uh, they're, they also, they, they show effort they do things with effort, you know whereas Jedi, we've never seen them doing effort, they're light I mean I guess sometimes when <laughs> Luke fighting Vader, you know, and being angry but they're light, they're graceful it's more like uh, Chinese movies you know, like, But superheroes know, they're heavy, they do things with effort, they're, their faces are almost angry. And that's when you get, when she takes that uh, second saber to cross, it looks like she's taking like a freaking Thor's, <laughs> because it's so heavy, you know? How much does that weigh? Like, uh, <laughs> she takes that uh, heavy, you know? And that heaviness and an expression that's uh, directly derived from superhero movies, for sure.
1: Oh yeah, but I also want to point out that, you know, like her um maybe maybe the Palpatine, you know, the Ray Palpatine thing was inspired a bit like by Wonder Woman. Because uh, you know, we we know that um Ares is her half it is it Ares? I think it is her, um the Ares, you know. Uh David's through um Thrulis' character. He's her half brother. Eris. Um and Eris, thank yeah. you. That's the one. Yeah, he's he's her half brother. And you know, his his Special weapon it, it is lightning, and you know, we um, it's kind of like hinted at hint, and hinted at that you know, she you know, they kind of are related or they, they at least have some connection there, and of course, you know, she she uh, defi- you know, it's a, it's a fami- familial um, ri- rivalry, I guess, and that's what happens with with Rey you know even though it was hinted at poorly in the rise of skywalker coming out of nowhere you know palpatine is kind of built up as this enemy as this you know evil relative that ray must defeat and of course she does defeat him and i wonder when jj was if jj when jj started writing the script with uh, terrio they immediately looked to wonder woman for inspiration on that you know not not just with the shots but with the story
0: I think it was unconscious. Because if they... Co- actually, I was thinking if they copied it, it would have been actually wonderful. Because what happens in Wonder Woman is that when Steve die- sacrifices, she gets angry and goes to the dark side. She gets... Ah! <laughs> it could have happened when Ben falls down, you know? She could have gotten really angry and and Ray has no reaction. But so... Uh, and then She so doesn't the really
1: have a reaction to much in
0: that film, does she? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but so so basically when Steve dies... Uh, Wonder Woman gets really angry and kind of goes and then she wants to kill Dr. Poison. But then oh but then she looks at her friends and she, uh, she looks she kind of learns compassion and she ends with compassion uh which is very beautiful and very Jedi like she's a more Jedi than rain the rise of skywalker but so if they had copied this idea of compassion and then she ends you know there is good and bad in all of us if they had copied it more <laughs> it would have been better you know yes but, yeah I, they they, I agree. they they only copied the Physical aspects without any meaning. Also, something interesting: uh, she, uh, Wonder Woman is defeated in the beginning, and she's lying down on the ground, and it's very blue. That's also very similar to Ray. But what happens is that she looks, and she—that's when she sees her friends. She sees uh, Steve, and she's like, "Oh, there is love in them." So she she gains some insight, something meaningful. Meanwhile, while Ray's there, did the Jedi show up like cheerleaders? You know, American cheerleaders. <laughs> wonder if they have the pom poms. Go, Ray! Go! You can do it. Go, Ray! Go! That's all they do. There is no spiritual idea, insight. Someone make a fan out of that, please. <laughs> there's, there's no insight, and and that's very that's something that's with superheroes. With superheroes, it's your power. You, you find your power, and that's the idea. You go, Ray! Go! She finds her power. Maybe with the old Jedi. Whereas with um, Star Wars, look, let's go and like trust something bigger it's not about the ego I am powerful it's more about letting go and they do the they don't do the Jedi thing they do more like a superhero but Wonder Woman is better because she she learns about love she gets like a, a beautiful insight so I'm just saying they should have just copied it it would have been better but they didn't copy it all
1: or oh, they should have just got you know what they should have just got Patty, Patty Jenkins to write and direct uh,
0: Rise of Skywalker it would have been so much better oh yeah see that's a good idea <laughs> and so yeah I agree and because it's a beautiful movie it has a message and in the, the, her moment of compassion you know it's so beautiful and Doctor Poise is much worse than ben solo but even then when we watch the movies like yes she deserves compassion it it's it's amazing and well okay but th- there's another moment in the in the rise of skywalker where we get um uh, visual parallels in the, when they are fighting over the death star that she jumps and lands Crouching and the camera shakes. The camera is very close to the ground and shakes when she lands. That's a signature Marvel move. I was noticing Wonder Woman doesn't have that. I I took a look at some scenes in Batman vs Superman and stuff and they don't use that either. It's very Marvel. Camera close to the ground. Superhero jumps, lands in a crouch with one hand down. Camera shakes and then they look up and that's exactly 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 what Ray does in that which again That's not what Jedi do. Jedi are light. They're graceful uh, It's a, if you look at the prequels and they jump it's it they, they land gracefully like a dancer or whatever and not heavy You know, that's what I say superheroes are heavy and heavy and heavy and which it's about power, right? Which makes sense, but they did that in that which I I hated it
1: you mean the actual scene itself yeah. or just the show? The scene. Wow, I'm really trying to rack my brain. I mean, I liked the visual elements of it with the sea because the sea was kind of like, you know, um, showing the, tur- the turbulence mm-hmm. of Rey and Kylo's relationship. Yes. But at yes. the same time, J.J. just completely just did not understand. I mean, we used to talk about J.J. being, the, you know, the king of Raylo and the original, the, the OG Raylo. He's not. Uh, he's not I mean y- you you have kind Ky- you know you have them like basically ki- you know trying to kill each other you know especially Ray and the fact that they- that she stabs him and then um oh, it's it's so it's so jarring it's such a jarring scene i I like it for the imagery but maybe for the mm-hmm. emotional aspects uh I mean I guess you could compare it to that Wonder Woman scene because you know she does get all angry. But she, but it's, and then of course you know she finds compassion and heals Ben because of Leia's death. It's <laughs> so weird. The emotional mm. weight is, ju- yeah, it's weird. The emotional weight is just not there because Le- Ray and Leia, what is their relationship? I mean, is it teacher and student? Is it mother and daughter? We're never really given time for those two characters to develop. The character that Ray has Ray has the most development with is Kylo, but you know there she is, you know, get, getting all an- you know angry at him. That you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they drew unconscious parallels towards Wonder
0: Woman, but the emotional weight is just not there. Well, I don't think it's about it's similar to Wonder Woman. I think it's similar to Marvel and just the land, the jumping and the crouching. That's what I think, you know? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about that scene. Because it's not even in mm-hmm. DC movies, The that specific shot, Crouch camera shakes and but but I, I feel that the fact that they're mixing this that's that's the problem superheroes and Jedi they're very different and the fact that they're mixing these different things that don't really make a lot of sense it causes some confusion and maybe that's why I guess she's so aggressive all the time maybe they're taking from that I guess S- something else that I wanted to know notice was that she has a training montage Ray, in the beginning And, well, yeah, Luke also had a training, right, in Paris Strikes Back. But was it about the, about, uh, was it physical? (laughs) it, uh, It wasn't really physical, it was more like spiritual, I would say. And whereas Rey, it's more physical. Just the beginning, in the beginning, when she's trying to connect with the Jedi, it's more like a skill that she doesn't achieve in the beginning and achieves in the end. And even though she achieves in the end, it's not about some enlightenment or some knowledge or some spiritual growth that would allow her to do it. It's physical and it's a skill. And that's something that you take from superhero movies and I think also when she meets Zuri you know that she's like that meeting the two of them like facing off which is stupid because Zuri has a, <laughs> has a gun if she <laughs> she's much faster but I think it's about showing her showing Ray as a badass you know which is not really what she needs to be she was already shown to be a badass in The Force Awakens uh, fighting on her own but and, and it's more of her, her trajectory is different and I think being a Jedi is not about being a badass and some, but rather something different um, except maybe look a little bit in legends you think like he was really like that much of a badass
1: yeah he, he was he became he became you know, like very very powerful in the force um I'm trying to I'm, actually I haven't read legends in so long I'm, I've actually forgotten what what he did but yes he he he, he basically became a, I think super Luke by the time legacy of the force rolled around but but he was still he was still Luke you know he still believed in the compassion of the of of uh, the, the Jedi and he even he even like evolved the Jedi, the Jedi Order you know in comparison to what it was in the prequels you know he allowed, he it was an accident by the Rises of course but you could still you could still see the development in it you know he allowed Jedi to uh you know love and marry and have children as he himself did which was uh beautiful. You know, it wasn't just a kind of like you know um a, a you know a, a cult anymore I guess he he allowed them to uh jo- you know join the order um from free you know out of free will whenever they wanted he didn't take children uh from their families he he allowed them to have families and love and you know.
0: Yeah, I think that's what I would like to see with the future of the Jedi, if they were to continue. We don't even know that. It's not even clear in the end of uh, The Rise of Skywalker, uh, but uh, that there is this evolution. So that's why I say, oh, J- J- Ray's not going to marry because she's a Jedi. Even when they say, oh, no, of course Luke was going to be single because he's a Jedi. No, I, I don't think that was going to be the understanding so just to go back to the movies something else that we see in Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel is the power fantasy, especially Captain Marvel when she gets back her powers like she takes that thing that was uh, pushing her down and then she gets her powers back. I think it's a cool scene. It's it's exciting. I enjoyed watching it. There's a similar scene in Thor Ragnarok which I love when he's like, "Oh, I'm not I uh, uh, I'm I'm not the god of hammers" and he gets super powerful and I think it's so cool, you know, the um, Characters coming in contact with their own power, but it has nothing to do with a Jedi. A Jedi is not about I've got the power. It's more about you know something spiritual. And I found that uh, I, I thought that they tried to do this with Rey when she was defeating Palpatine. That she was even though yes they are the Jedi, but like I said, it's not about re- trusting something bigger. They were there like to make her. Trust herself and be strong, you know, and all the movements are strong.
1: That reminds me, like, with um, Cap- with Captain Marvel. Cap- Captain Marvel has um uh, a training montage with uh, Jude Law at the beginning. He's sort of her mentor and, you know, she um she can't really control her powers when she's angry and he keeps telling her that she's basically like a prequel Jedi, you know, like, control your anger, control your power, you know, uh, be emotionless and you'll be able to control it but you know um it's sort it's sort of you you know what her pow- power is her power is this kind of like you know a uh, powerful fi- you know f- i don't know what you call it P- pyrotechnic i think you know fire that she can shoot out of her arms and stuff and you know she can fly she can fly with it too mm-hmm. and it, it it it's fun but you you have a sense that you know she feels trapped with uh, her, her you know like emotionless uh facade that she's forced to to put on but she also like kind of can't control her powers when when she's angry so uh, but with uh, you know which you know and you 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 get that you get that she's going on a a, a just uh, you know a discovery basically on uh, finding herself and and finding you know how to control her pa- powers and through that she finds herself but with ray you, know, you know there's there's scenes where you know you, you see dark Ray saying don't be afraid of who you are you know um she even says to Finn no one knows me she's kind of afraid of you know like using the dark side but what why is she afraid of using using the force what are, what are her powers is it just is it just because you know she's um a, re- a relative of palpatine and that's where her anger issues come from yeah yes but I think so but you don't re- you don't really It's just, it's just not there. You don't really see her going through a discovery of finding her powers, and even if it, like, tries to come across that way, it just, it just doesn't do it very well like Captain Marvel does. You know, like, is she afraid of mind-controlling people accidentally? Is she afraid of shooting lightning, uh, with, you know, uh you know without you know without control i mean even we even see her shoot lightning at the uh, transport and kylo later says to her i need i, I push you to see it i needed you to see that but then we never ever see her shoot lightning again so what what is her power you know what is she why is she afraid of using it we just it's such a mess you know so
0: yeah yeah they they really screwed up on that i, I agree i agree with you i think yeah this idea of uh, understanding her powers and controlling her powers comes from these superhero movies but they don't, I mean, they they get these ideas from these movies but they don't execute them well so that's, yeah, first of all, they don't fit in Star Wars, that's one point, but second point, they don't develop it, so, you know, even if I say oh, they made a Marvel movie, no they didn't, they're saying, oh, they're turning Star Wars into Marvel well, no, because it's not, it sucks you know, I would hate for Star Wars to be Marvel, (laughs) but if The Rise of Skywalker had been Marvel, it would have been better than what they gave us, which was nothing, you know?
1: Do you know what? That's actually, th- This is actually a topic that I thought they would tackle in The Last Jedi. I honestly thought that, um, you know, re- you know basically in Battlefront 2, one of uh, Rey's power cards is mind control, and one of her special abilities is to, like, kind of, like, mm. you know, um, she uses a mind trick on her enemy, and then the, the player, the actual player who's controlling that character, their controls are scrambled, so if if you had to press X to swing a lightsaber, you um just in that brief second you would have to it could it could have changed to the triangle button, for example, you know in in cool. gameplay sense. Cool. And I actually thought that that was a clue for what Rise of for, not Rise of Skywalker, sorry, for what Last Jedi might be. That Ray was beginning to like you know um, lose control of her powers, and Luke was afraid of her. Because, um, you know, in her, in her anger, she would, like, mm-hmm. lash out and ac- maybe accidentally mind-control him or mind-control a Porg or something. That would have been funny. <laughs> and Luke says, no, you remind me too much of Kylo Ren. I'm not going to train you. And so who else can Rey turn to but to Kylo Ren, who, of course, you know, like, completely, you know, um, loves, loves her power, you know, for her. Mm-hmm. And th- so their relationship would, like, develop through that. So I uh, that's that was what, what my predictions for Rise of Scar- uh, Sorry, I keep getting Rise of Skywalker uh, mixed up with The Last Jedi. That was what I thought would happen in The Last Jedi. And <laughs> it would focus on Rey's power coming out of control and Kylo would help her control it. And through, the, through that, she would find out more about him and become more compassionate towards him. Obviously, that's not what we got. But you know what? I think if, it han- it, if they had done that and it, it had been handled you know, in a good way, it could have worked. It could have fit in with the themes of Star Wars, you know, like with compassion and forgiveness.
0: Yes, that's why I find that Wonder Woman, (laughs) it's more in line with Star Wars, with compassion and, you know, than actually what they did with The Rise of Skywalker. That's why I say, oh, they should have just copied it. You know, if they wanted to copy, just copy it properly. But I agree with you. This idea of controlling the powers, understanding the powers, like because I guess it's so interesting because it's it's like a metaphor for us understanding ourselves and also sometimes even uh, understanding our powers, right? We you're we talking about that with Captain Marvel. I find that a lot of women identified with that because they're told not to be emotional, not to yell. Um, the only thing that I would comment is that the, the emotions that she's told to keep back, that are quote unquote negative, are emotions that are usually associated with men. Uh, aggression and stuff. Uh, there are no, like, uh, quote-unquote, feminine emotions. But at the same time, women get a lot more flack for the same emotions. Like, if a woman yells, she's hysterical. If a man yells, you know, there's this double standard. So I can see how that is interesting. I mean, even even
1: cockiness as well. Even Even... Even cockiness as well because, you know, we see when she's trying to escape um, those aliens and she has those big, like, iron things on her fists so she can't properly, like, shoot her powers. She's getting dead cocky and she's making these faces at the aliens and you know, probably I, I personally think that's one of the funniest scenes in the film. But some people, you know, some people, if it was a man, they'd find that pretty charming and funny. But with a woman, I think they'd find it. i don't know, They'd find it annoying.
0: Maybe yeah, I agree. I, I thought it was a fun movie. Um, if you if you want to talk a little bit about Captain Marvel, it was. It didn't focus so much on her. She's very, very, very powerful. So it's a little difficult to make something interesting but it focused on her like this mystery her solving who she is which is interesting and i really liked the aliens you know and their story and the revelation i thought that was really cool but i didn't think it was that much of a feminist movie because at the same time uh, if they had put a man for the for the it wouldn't have made any difference in the story. It would have been exactly the same movie, except they wouldn't put like, uh, riot girl music and feminist music and do this, which is fine because, you know, like we grew up, uh, women grew up watching men and identifying with men. So I guess it's cool to put a woman in this very masculine, let's say, you know, role for women to identify with. It's it's very cool, but at the same time, she she's a more like of a gender neutral character. I find
1: no, I agree with you. That's what my point was. With I'm I'm kind of like, you know, that there's no, like like you like I said before, I'm kind of tired of like the you know the masculine female heroine. You know, it's just it's fine. Don't you know? It, it honestly, it's fine. But at the same time, I just find it overdone because I just, I, you know, because and because it's so overdone, I find that, you know, it just keeps, I know I keep repeating myself, I'm sorry guys, but it just reinforces the tropes that women can't be strong without being masculine. If they're feminine, they're weak. You know, if they don't, you know, punch people, um, they're, they're automatically weak. You know, we we've seen this in Game of Thrones when we when we compare, um, you know, like Arya and Sansa, for example. Uh, Yeah, it's just it's just yeah, but it it frustrates
0: me. It really does. I was just gonna say that I don't think Game of Thrones is at the beginning. That's what you think, but it really reversed the trope because with time you start learning that Sansa is the one that's feminine. She knows songs and stuff. You learn that it's a strength that allows her to, you know, be in court. And I, I, I guess in the next book, she's gonna start manipulating. So her feminine traits are actually her strength. And the bigger, ma- the bigger mastered. Littlefinger, he has more like quote unquote feminine qualities as well, and he's the big, big, big bad. So I think it kind of subverts it in a way, but I can see how that is like, yeah, Arya is good because she fights like a boy. Sansa is bad because she yeah, likes that, dresses. That, no, that's not. That's right. what.
1: That's what. That's exactly what I mean. You like some of the reaction, and I, I know Sansa became more beloved mm-hmm. as the show went on. Uh, but I know. It, but at the at the begin at the beginning of Game of Thrones, when season one, season two pe- uh, came out, people hated Sansa, you know, for for that, uh, among other things. And you know, they, they said, yeah. oh yeah, Arya's the is the best because she she doesn't want to conform to uh, these gender stereotypes and she hits people and she has a, has a cool sword. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, but it's overdone. And just because Sansa doesn't wield a sword and instead uses her feminine charms doesn't mean she's- doesn't make her any less, uh, you know, weak. She's just as strong as Arya, but in a a different way. That's my prob- you know, that's my problem. But I I was gonna say that with Captain Marvel, you know, you- some people have kind of like, including Brie Larson, some people kind of like, see a romantic connection between her and her best friend Maria. You know, with that look they shared together at the end, and yeah, it, it, do you know what? When I watched it the other night, I kind of thought, when when she uh, during the end when she left to help the aliens find a new home, uh, I kind of thought, hmm, that is basically, I personally from uh, I got it. I basically got a you know a man leaving his wife and kid to go off, to, to go off to war and find glory basically. Mm So, uh, that's you know, like a big masculine trope that was presented in uh, Captain Marvel because that, that, you know, that was um, what I got from that.
0: Yeah. I, I liked their friendship. I thought it was really cute. And, and if there is something romantic, I like the idea. However, usually for male characters, when they have a romantic interest, it creates conflict. And we don't have that conflict. And she leaves and she doesn't even care. She, doesn't, she barely says bye. It's like, see ya, bitches. <laughs> you know, I don't care. Uh, which is yeah. like, if so yeah. even, even yeah. if they were just friends, it's a little callous, I think, and not you know. So she just doesn't care, you know. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, especially when you know, like it's, Maria has that big speech saying, oh, you know, I, I fa- six years ago mm-hmm. I lost my best friend and now I've just found her again. You're the you're the good you're the you're the best person I know, and then she just goes and leaves her. I mean, wow. Yeah. Pretty cold, <laughs> Captain Marvel. Pretty cold. But also, I agree with you. Like. Yeah. If they do, if there is a sequel, whether it's be, whether it's set before Endgame or after Endgame, and they decide to go the romantic route, because I think I really did think they they left it open to see what the reaction was. Mm, maybe. And yeah, and I I I, uh, I just hope it if they go down the romantic route, I hope it isn't this you know like cutesy little romance in the background. I want conflict. I want Maria to be. Angry at Captain Marvel for leaving and for taking so long to come back because that will create conflict.
0: Yeah, in the movie, I really liked when she was confronting her. You laughed. I thought, whoa, this is great. You know, even if you say, oh, no, they're just friends. This is great. This is a great relationship. This is creative. And uh, this is like emotional, right? And then she just leaves. And you you think, you think have to think about uh, Maria. Yeah, she's a pilot. But at the same time, the fact that she has a daughter and she's she has this domestic thing that's more quote-unquote, feminine, right? And that's the kind of thing that um, Captain Marvel just leaves behind, because I guess yeah. it's not as interesting as going there and fighting. Which, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh my god yeah it's it's but it's it's a cool movie yeah. it's a fun movie yeah. and people enjoy it so it it has mu- it has music from the 90s so like i'm old so i know all those songs so that was really cool <laughs> do you know the songs in captain marvel yeah yeah
1: yeah i was born in the 90s Well, but
0: you could know the songs i know yeah yeah, I know some songs from the seventies. Come on, in the sixties and the fifties. Come on, but yeah, but yeah, it's 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 a cool, cool, fun movie. But uh, at the same time, it yeah, it's not. I I I I find it weird when they're raising it as this huge feminist thing. Yes, it's cool to see a female heroine, but at the same time,
1: I I agree. But I'm also just going to go out on a limb here and say I actually prefer Captain Marvel's relationship with Jude Law's character. Cause it just reminded me a little bit of Raylo in a in a little way. I mean, obviously Jude Law, uh, Jude Law doesn't have the sa- quite the same respect that Kylo has for Ray, but I you know I can definitely see like a beautiful enemies to lovers relationship, uh, and a redemption arc for uh, Jude Law in the works because he has feelings for her. He uh, he uh, he's he's definitely attracted to her. Jude Law plays it very well. I mean there's even um like a you know he give he, he even says oh um, I gave I gave her my uh, blood when uh, she uh, was injured in in that in that plane crash. I know he only wanted to keep her alive, but you know there's a connection. There's a connection there. And you know he even says to her when after she um you know beats the the uh, Cree military how proud he is of her and he wants to fight her and of course you know she she kicks his ass which is hilarious. <laughs> um oh god there was there was another yeah. scene. Oh yeah, that was it. When she's um talking to her, the supreme intelligence and the 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 supreme intelligence kind of like, you know, tortures her a little bit. He you know, there's a shot of his face and he looks worried. He genuinely looks worried and maybe you could argue is it was there a little bit of um, you know, conflict in his mind there. Would he have actually rescued her if Captain Marvel hadn't rescued himself? So i i doubt they'll ever do it i doubt they'll ever do it but again (laughs) yeah the idea of it for me personally again plays into the female fantasy where you know you you know like ray you can redeem the bad boy and he and you know he
0: can have a redemption arc um, and it will also make for a beautiful story. I would like to see a redemption arc, not necessarily a romance, because redemption arcs are always cool. And also they meet, they create complex relationships, right? So something more complex between them would be really cool because they have a story, right? I, uh, I find just that he's meant to be like every man who's ever uh, underestimated a woman, you know? I find that when she's like, I don't need to prove anything to you, uh, people like find him as, always the guys who were mean or whatever but yeah but but that's not cool right you want to have like complex characters and exploring this complexity like even just as a friendship would be interesting i i can see that but i don't think they're gonna explore it it's gonna be i don't know what's the next movie gonna be because if they just do they just do captain marvel kicking ass it's gonna be super boring right
1: yeah but again i've when i compare it to Raylo again it kind of like um you know, kind of show you know it, it again shows that Batwoman, sorry, not Batwoman, Batman can get Catwoman. You know, the the male hero can get the sexy hot villainess and redeem her and live happily ever after, with uh, with her. But the the heroine, can she redeem the bad boy? You know, can, is she al- is she allowed to have you know uh the uh, the bad boy and that fantasy? It again, you know, kind of you know like Rise of Skywalker. Pretty much poops on that and says, no, women must be alone or they must have a a cute, you know, non-problematic relationship. Otherwise, it sends a bad message for little girls. So, yeah, you know, in a perfect world, I would love if they explored their relationship in a sequel.
0: But I know they're never going to do it because Mm -hmm. they're too afraid to. Uh, Yeah, I I think that uh, it's the this idea that things are problematic is problematic for fiction, right? Because you have to explore these things that are not real, and that can be hugely metaphorical, right? You can't go on a one to one. But anyways, but yeah, I think Captain Marvel is a very safe movie, which is very strange that people get so angry at it. (laughs) But I prefer Wonder Woman, right? Don't you?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I prefer Wonder Woman. Like Captain Marvel is very plot heavy. And you know you enjoy the you know you enjoy Marble's uh, Marvel's uh, discovery you know of Carol. I guess you do, you you enjoy her discovery like of recovering her memories mm-hmm. and controlling her powers because it's written it's written well. Unlike Rise of Skywalker, yes. but with Wonder Woman, there's just this kind of like it's just this this special thing. I think because again it fo- it focuses a, maybe a little bit more on like you know um, the female gaze and you know. Wonder Woman is very feminine, yet she's also powerful. She's she is kind of like you know belittled a little bit, but she you know she rises above it and shows um, all all these men in a very tasteful way how powerful she is, and uh, they they
0: all completely respect her. I love that scene in the village of Vat where she is fighting and there is that uh, machine in the tower, up there in the tower, and Steve remembers when he was with the Amazon's shield, and then he gets his friends to put that platform for her to step on and jump high. And that's so symbolically beautiful, right? I guess that's that's, that's (laughs) what is the ideal uh, of this relationship, that he sees what he needs and he supports her to jump higher. And that's amazing yeah, and right? you
1: know like all, uh, my favorite scene is when she's in the trench, and uh, of course you know like when all the men see her that they're just you know and see how you know how she deflects the bullets they're all so like um just awed and they, they get that you know they get their courage back she gives them their courage back, and that you know they're so that you know and it gives them the strength to like go back onto the battlefield, and that's you know so empowering. Uh, it's it's amazing, it's such a wonderful scene, whereas with Captain Marvel I don't think there is such a scene.
0: No, but it's about her finding her own powers, right? But with uh, Wonder Woman she's in that uh, place with only women and then she has to go to the land of men and there is something metaphorical uh, that I find is very interesting about it, and her mother saying, "No, they don't deserve you," oh, you know, and she's she's debating whether she can belong in that place and wh- whether she can help these people, you know. She can, and then in the end, she's like, "Oh, it's about love, you know. It's not about deserve." And there's, I think, there's this m- metaphor about women and men in a way, but in a way that there is. Some animosity, let's say, but it, it ends up in a beautiful way. It's about love.
1: Yeah, I mean, but you know, both of both of movies like focus on uh, you know you know their development. Whereas *Rise of Skywalker*, uh, what can we say about Rey's development?
0: Mm. <laughs> oh, she learns to listen. She turns on the radio to the right frequency to get the Jedi cheerleading for her. Yay! She does that. Yep. Yeah, in the beginning she's yeah. trying to uh, to, <laughs> to tune in to the Jedi, and then in the end she got it. Even though, and that's something interesting. Usually, when you have a character that can't have a, doesn't have a skill, usually something happens for them to be able to achieve it. And not even that happens in the Rise of Skywalker. It's a dumb skill. I'm sorry. Yeah, listening to Je- the Jedi school, but uh, but yeah, nothing happens. The yeah, don't don't
1: forget Luke saying, "Oh, you were you you were the good girl. You resisted the dark side. Well done, you. <laughs> Maybe yeah. yeah. I guess
0: that's it, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, what? Yeah, but it's done. It's just done so superficially. You resisted the bad
0: boy. Good for you. Oh my God. You're so good. You finished what you started. You actually stabbed Kylo. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> do it. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: Oh my God, that is, yeah, that is the perfect phrase to describe Rise of Skywalker. Just oh my God, I was gonna talk you know briefly about Black Widow and how um, yeah, if if you, if you don't mind us switching to Black Widow, you know I I mentioned that I was gonna uh, gonna talk about her. Uh, well, basically, don't get me wrong, I love Black Widow and I love Scarlett Johansson, but she is basically I I have I wonder if Ray. Was uh, also kind of modeled after her because Black Widow is the only woman in the gr- in the group of men that is the Avengers, you know. And of course, Ray is a, uh, you know, surround basically in Rise of Skywalker because she just has Finn and Poe, you know, as her comrades. She's, you know, again, she it's the masculine traits with male characters. There's no other woman in sight, which is really annoying, especially as. You know, Ro- we know they were meant to um, have... Uh, she was meant to have scenes with Rose, but they were they were cut out. So there's no kind of, like, female camaraderie in Rise of Skywalker, even though we were promised that there would be. And it's kind of the same with Black Widow. She's... The t- she's the token female, I guess, and she's kind of, like... Kind of, like, tossed around a little bit um, as the, you know, the love interest for basically all of them like in Aven- in the first avengers it's heavily heavily hinted that uh, black widow has feelings for hawkeye i'm sorry you cannot convince me otherwise she goes to loki uh, who has uh, H- hawkeye on his control and tries to figure out you know how to um you know release him and she she does it very clever cleverly actually she you know uh, she manages to fool you know the trickster uh, and uh, get the information out of him, which was very clever. But then, in like one of the Captain American movies, I think she's. Uh, I, I can't remember if they if they even kiss in one of in one of the movies. I I can't remember, but she's kind of like hinted at that she's his lo- love interest in in one of them. And then, of course, you know, she's uh, in uh, Age of Ultron and Endgame as well. She's kind of like paired off with uh, the Hulk, which is even more frustrating because, like I've just said they i will always believe that josh Whedon set up hawkeye and black widow to be romantic but then in age of ultron out of nowhere nowhere hawkeye is married and he has kids and i'm like where the hell did that come from and she's give and she's kind of black widow's kind of like uh oh we you know let's pair her with one of the avengers oh let's pa- let's uh, pair her with the pair her with the hulk cuz he has no love interest And you're just like, where on earth did this come from? And, yeah, and, sorry, let me continue. And it even, it reaches full circle in Endgame. Oh my god. I'm sorry, when they go to, when they go to seek the soul, uh, the soul stone, (laughs) it's just, it's, like, it's it's an emotional scene, don't, don't get me wrong, but my god, is it framed as romantic and it's really, it feels so weird because we know Hawkeye is married and wants his family back, it's his reason for doing this, and yet just before they fight um, in order to save one another, they have that really sweet scene where they are kind of like bump heads and look like they're gonna kiss in front of a, of a beautiful, beautiful sunset to say goodbye, and I'm like, you cannot tell me that that is not romantic what are you guys doing? And not not only that, but um, at the beginning of the movie, she she's uh you know she's her one biggest regret is not finding Hawkeye and stopping him from killing all these uh you know horrible people as uh, a result of uh, as a result of uh, Thanos you know snapping his family out of ex- out of his existence, and she wants to save him because you know um she, he he saved her, but again it's it's. It's so hinted at that she has romantic feelings for him, and yet they try and, you know, pair it. They try and try so hard to um, make it platonic, and I'm using air quotes here platonic, but it just. The way they frame it and film it with a freaking sunset yeah. in, in the distance before they <laughs> try and kill each other. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. It's, again, another example that. You know you're there. You're either a alone. A, a heroine is the lone heroine in a group of males and can't have a love interest. It's just uh! the trope annoys me so much. I'm sorry, guys. And that's and that's how it feels with Rey in Rise of Skywalker. That's how it feels because she's wow. with Finn and Poe. You know the, the the super the super you know the trio the super trio adventure time. Huh, huh. And of course you know Kylo di- Kylo dies at the end. You know so she's left
0: alone. Mm, But I I actually find that Rise of Skywalker focuses on her relationship with Kylo and her attraction for him. That's just kind of kind of trying to deny and I think it focuses more on that Uh, they did it poorly the way she's so aggressive I mean they could have done it her aggressive but then explain later dark side whatever maybe she was being consumed by the dark side and he could have helped her whatever it could have been good but then it's just the way that he just dies that's just so dumb like you know we have (laughs) like a sacrifice like we we have a sacrifice in Wonder Woman that's done well but it's, it's not even a sacrifices just boom, disappear. I think it was maybe decided last minute. Maybe he was gonna die but differently, whatever. I'm pretty sure it was something that was decided last minute and makes no sense but I would say that her, her love interest is very clear in that movie and also something that's very interesting that I find is Oscar Isaac is a very great actor and Poe is somebody... I ship Poe with everybody <laughs> and everything he, he, he interacts with. I ship
1: Poe with myself
0: yeah well but I think in his scenes with Ray th- there is no romantic tension he' he's, he looks obnoxious to her but Oscar Isaac is a very good actor and I really think he made it so that people wouldn't look at them and think there was a thing because if he wanted it to be a thing oh yeah in one scene you can make him sh- you can make people ship ship them you know so I think it, there was this care of not making her uh this Poe and Ray and I think Oscar Isaac did well there and I guess maybe uh Daisy as well they're acting they don't they don't seem that they don't look that like they're into each other at all
1: Yeah but then of course they spend the whole you know like movie together anyway with Finn mm-hmm. and you know that they never argue again basically so it, it, I, 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 I don't know but another movie that I wanted to uh you know like bring up another superhero movie or supervillain movie is uh you could call it it's actually mm-hmm. birds of prey i really enjoyed birds of prey especially you now, like um because especially after like rise of skywalker because it has women fighting together and supporting each other there's great you know f- you know female commodity commodity between harley quinn and cassandra kane and renee montoya and black canary and the, uh, there was another one oh yeah huntress they uh you know they all um you, you know they you you you, you uh, see the you believe the fr- the friendships between them yeah it, it the the their relationships are so wacky and out there and and it, it's hilarious but it's still great to see, it was still absolutely great to see women teaming up and looking out for each other and and just kicking butt and you know it it it's, it spoke to me in a way that you know Ray never really. I, I don't really know. Rise of, basically, yeah, it spoke to me in a way that Rise of Skywalker never did because I really really wanted Ray to have, you know, some camaraderie mm-hmm. with Rose. Uh, you know, the only um, the only female we kind of like, the only female character we see Ray ever interact with really is Leia, and even then, that uh, you know, relationship isn't really that well developed. And but yeah, I and I know it would have been just a small scene, but still, it would have been really nice to see. And even even then, in like in Colin Trevorrow scripts, because Ro- Rose would have a big um, role to play. Yeah. And I think I can't remember if there were any scenes with her and her and with them two together, but it still would have felt, you know, they're on the same side, it still would have felt, you know, like female camaraderie there. And so, and it really, and Rise of Skywalker really, really lacked that. It just felt, you know, like with Black Widow just being, the, the. it just felt like, you know, oh, a group of heroes can only have one girl. And that's what I really enjoyed about Birds of Prey, like a group um, of women being friends and kicking yes. c- kicking
0: butt. I haven't seen it yet, but I think I love to see women uh, together. I, I guess in The Rise of Skywalker, she could, she could have been friends with Zori, but we don't see that. They're more like adversaries, right? Uh, which is a pity also, yeah. you know. And also with Jenna, they also never interact. That's quite interesting. So there are other women. It, it's almost each... each, each oh, that's we- right! That's- each woman is with her if they're men. <laughs>
1: I, I I I God, yeah yeah. Like I I honestly I honestly completely forgot about Jana. You know that's how much Rise of Skywalker sucks. But you know they actually I think they they sort of like you know for the marketing for Rise of Skywalker they you know Kelly Marie Tran and and uh, Naomi Ackie did a lot of interviews together and also she, I think they they did it one with Daisy Ridley I think. So I think they were like sort of pushing it for the marketing like you you're going to see these women kick ass and then of course. And of course at the end there's nothing not that there's yeah. anything wrong you know like i love like not that there's anything wrong with you know like a cu- with uh cu- couples battling together you know that's why we love uh Reylo. and one of the reasons why uh you know the uh standoff against palpatine was so disappointing because it's built up and built up and built up that they're gonna fight and win together and then kylo <laughs> is just yeeted off the cliff yeah. and super ray has to take up the mantle but at the same time, it would have been nice to see just like a little scene with the women together, or even just you know, like having you know having fun talking, maybe making fun of Finn a little or the men or something. It would just it just would have been nice, is all I'm saying.
0: Yes, it would. It's interesting that you brought up uh, her defeating Palpatine alone, right? I think that also comes from these movies because in these movies the. The woman has the showdown alone, right? Because it's a superhero movie. But in the case of uh, the sequel trilogy, it was so much about Rey and Kylo, the, and it's so much about the Skywalker's that you know it doesn't make sense for her to defeat Palpatine alone. It should have been her and Kylo at the same time. And that doesn't mean she's last. You know, it doesn't mean it's not demeaning to work together with somebody. You know, much. Uh, it's not the same. And even if you think about it, Wonder Woman. Yeah, she has that. Last showdown against Aris, but her friends are helping her, and Steve is helping her and is doing his part. So there is teamwork there. It's not she's much better, you know. So yeah,
1: exactly. You know, Steve. Steve contributes mm-hmm. to it. Like he he gives her he gives her the strength to like you know because she's there lying on the ground trapped, and uh, she uh, doesn't have the will to fight. And he he sacrifices himself. To give her the will, to give her will back to fight. So it's it's a it's a beautiful scene, and yet with Kylo, he's just you know like yeeted off the cliff in order to give Super Ray the badass scene.
0: Yeah, you know
1: he didn't want you know J, I, I think JJ didn't want him to kill a Mojo, and it's just it's. So, pulled yeah, on.
0: and that's this idea of female power fantasy that I think they thought because these movies, uh, is uh, uh, Captain Marvel was quite su- successful, so I guess they think, oh, women want to see power fantasies, right? So, they, they, can, they can cut out Kelly Mary Tran, they can uh, they put Palpatine to explain her powers, but we're gonna cheer for her power moment. Well, no, <laughs> no, that's not how it works. So, but it—I I think it definitely comes from from inspiration, from poorly taken inspiration from these movies.
1: Yeah, and what's ironic is most Raylos loved—not um, myself, definitely—we love Raylo Rey- because the power of fantasy presents them as being equals we know we know from the force awakens and the last jedi that kylo completely respects ray and her power he's not threatened by it and he's not threatened by the fact that she's a woman he loves it about her and that is you know that is one of the many many things why so many people were drawn to their relation to were drawn to the potential of their relationship in the force awakens because it was you know a be- because of that and because it's you know like a really empowering female fantasy thought yeah. you know it's quite <laughs> sexy and like trying to, ima- trying to imagine you know, like the girl on equal footing with the sexy villain
0: yes yes That's a power fantasy as well. So yeah, it's a power fantasy too. It's not the same power fantasy as in Captain Marvel, you know? The Captain Marvel power fantasy doesn't fit in the sequel trilogy, you know? They're trying to put pieces that don't fit together and adapting them very poorly as well, on top of everything. Yeah, so is that it for today? Yep, I don't have anything else to add. Okay, so we're going to finish. Uh, if you have any opinions any, uh, about these movies, if you watch them or comments, uh, leave a comment. It really, it's it's a lot of fun to read your comments. I love reading comments. Please, please keep me healthy and fat <laughs> with the comments. Guys. Yeah, it's it's so much fun stuff, like uh, amazing stuff. Uh, that it, it, I think it's the best comment section on YouTube. <laughs> so humble, but anyways, you can also follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, and you can listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Then your are in here on YouTube. Thank you very much for listening.